Okay. Two hours out. We're two hours out? Possibly? Hell to the now. Okay, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's happening, party people? It is January the 3rd, 2022. And the time here in Egypt is 11.21 a.m. And I am on a train headed to Aswan. But this is some of the most ghettoest shit I've ever been on. I've taken a bus, a Greyhound bus, from Texas to New York. And outside of the bathroom being a holy hell, that trip sitting up straight for 20 hours or more was still rated above this one. My roommate Shari and I, um, well first of all, let me say this, how y'all doing? (laughs) I hope everybody's doing well Happy New Year Um If um Sounds like I'm chewing gum It's a piece of uh Ginger that I have in my mouth Um So all last week was great It was peaceful I got a lot of work done I had a business snafu But That even worked itself out really well And I was really looking forward, I'm still looking forward, to hopefully getting to Luxor and seeing the Valley of the Kings, the Nubian Village, going on a hot air balloon ride, even getting on the cruise ship. I'm still looking forward. But right now, I'm on a bus, I mean, I'm on a train, y'all, that literally stops probably every five to seven minutes. Like it just stops and we sit. The electricity goes off and on. It's dirty. There are gnats and shit on the on the train. Um the cabin is super small. And the funny thing is when I was at work and I would be like, Yeah, Shari and I we're gonna take the train or we're going on a cruise and they were like, Yeah, you're going to Luxor, oh you're gonna really love it. It's gonna be so great. But not one person said, Oh, you're gonna take the train. Like I guess they were just like, Let these bitches hang their sails. So yeah. I don't recommend the train, y'all. I don't recommend as a matter of fact, there was another train. We saw one of our coworkers, um, at the depot before we left here and they were we are on train what train are we on 86 yeah we're on train 86 and they were on train 82 and train 82 just got canceled they were like they just canceled our train and they were like are they gonna put we were like are they gonna put you on another train they were like we don't know but like literally it just canceled it was like some spirit airlines type of shit like they just canceled it so I feel a little held hostage right now. Um, I'm at the mercy of the Egyptian culture. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Let me see if Shari wants to contribute to this conversation. Anything you want to say? Um, Just as far as I can tell from our location, we are in that El Fasen that is just like literally maximum three hours outside of Cairo. 
which means you've still got fucking nine hours. So I'm just asking um, the tour guide what we can do because we're yeah. We and I, well, I don't want to. I really don't want to get back to Al Giza. I don't want to get back stressed out. I can't. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, figure out, see what else can. So technically, y'all. So this is what what just happened. So this this um, train ride was supposed to be thirteen. I'm gonna I'm gonna say twelve to fourteen hours. And that was with the delays. And that's with the delays. So right now we just discovered that we are possibly still only three hours out. <laughs> and I'm laughing because A, why cry? And B, <laughs> it just don't stop. The lunacy of your experiences here just does not stop. Like... You can't avoid the lunacy. You cannot avoid the the craziness of it all. You know, I kept last night. I don't know how my my roommate slept through it, but it was like every time we stopped, I could hear the conversations in the cabin next to me. I can hear them now. You might be able to hear them in the background. Um, and then oh, and well, let me say this: we couldn't figure out how to turn the cabin light off, the main cabin light. So. I'm in the top bunk, which is closest to the cabin light. So it's like being in a hospital bed <laughs> during surgery, right? So I couldn't figure out how to turn it off. So I wasn't getting the best sleep anyway. And I was sleeping in my mask because this place is filthy. Um, So I guess I could tell y'all some of the things I've done to try to survive this trip. Um... I put an orange in my backpack. I have a fresh orange in my backpack. I cut up some ginger. So I've been keeping ginger slices in my mouth. I bought, I thought I bought all of my latex gloves and I only had one. I thought I grabbed like four and I looked at my bag today and I only have one. So I'm being very, uh, I'm being very picky about how I use it. Um, I had some sanitary wipes, some like, alcohol sanitary wipes um i bought some mini pads to wear so that i could because i didn't bring like a bag bag i bought mini pads so that i could you know stay in my jeans i didn't pack a lot of clothes i packed long sleeves um panties two bras and two pair of pants um what else did i do um, I got a lot of sanitizer, a lot of sanitizer, a lot of... Oh, I bought some Clorox wipes, the little bitty Clorox wipes. And uh, what else did I do? I had some probiotic tea. Um, and I'm really pretty much avoiding eating... Uh, for breakfast, they gave us three different types of bread. A croissant, a roll, which they... The rolls are, are from dinner last night. They They're in a little package, but... They had a roll for dinner last night. It's the same kind of roll. So they gave you a croissant, a roll, and then like a little muffin. And some date jelly and cheese. And the cheese thing, I have to avoid that whole thing. Um, The bread thing, I have to avoid it. So I took just like the tip off of the croissant, put the date jam on it. The date jam is the jam. It's really good. Ate that. Had uh, the guy brought us some tea. So I 
put my probiotic tea in the tea that they bought. It's like Lipton. They just gave us some like Lipton tea. And put a piece of uh, ginger in that. And I took the tip off of a croissant, put the jam on that, ate that. And that's pretty much it. Doing stretches in the top bunk. Trying to uh, maintain my sanity. I'm not mad though. Like I think I got so much rest last week. And I'm I'm counting my blessings that I've been in worse. I'm pretty sure. You know, and if I have them, my ancestors have. So I'm not really... It's just an experience, but if I'm on this train for more than a day, I think I'm going to try to have to head back because I'm not going to be too spirited about making it to where we're supposed to go. Um, Yeah, we're in El Fashen. E-L-F-A-S-H-E-N. I can see a sign. And we're at a we're at like a train station, and once again we have stopped. We we literally will ride for like seven, maybe five to ten minutes, if that. And then the train just comes to it. It you know what? When I was young, my brothers had a uh, race car set, and they've had many race car sets. But one of the race car sets they had. We would, I mean, we wore the shit out of it, and it had gotten to a point where you would have to let the cars charge up. Like, you could only play with them for so long before they needed to charge up. So, you would have to just like let them sit on the track because the track was plugged into the wall, and that's how the cars got their charges. So, it feels very much like that. Like, the train can only go as far as the electric charge will let it go. And then it has to stop and recharge. I'm not saying that's what's happening. What I'm saying is that's what it feels like. And nobody seems to be in any rush to get to where we not going. (laughs) And at night, it literally feels like I am in some dystopian situation where i am just literally in nowhere like it's dark outside the train stops every five minutes you hear the prayer bell come on um it's pretty creepy it's pretty creepy y'all oh this girl is walking by with some gold shoes on I don't know where we are. At any rate, though, so I'm safe. I'm sane. I'm thriving. I'm happy. I'm okay. I'm just in from one experience to the next. One day closer to being back in Texas. So uh, I'm not going to hold y'all. I'm going to keep y'all posted. I'm going to try to, you know what? Let me try to talk at least until the train picks back up. Because we've stopped once again, as you notice. There's There was sound around me. At first, and now we're stopped again. So you can kind of get an idea of what's happening. Um, what can I tell y'all? Um, for New Year's, um, back in Texas, for the past 800,000 years of my life, on New Year's Eve, I have had the pleasure of being able to be home and eat my mother's black eyed peas. Now, I don't know about your mama's black eyed peas. I don't know about your uh, chef's black eyed peas. But my mother is really adept. Uh, She's my black eyed pea master. And 
Uh, it is an African-American tradition to eat black eyed peas on New Year's Day for good luck. Well, I could not find black eyed peas in my area. So I had fava. <laughs> I had fava beans. I had a can of fava beans in the cabinet. So I've eaten fava beans. And when I tell you the whole silence of the lambs thing just keeps coming up in my like trajectory, you know, like I don't know if I'm going to end up being Hannibal Lecter or Clarice, but yeah. I'm this is probably why you should eat black eyed peas so that you don't end up on a train um in the middle of nowhere trying to get to somewhere. So I ate fava beans. So we're going to see how that works out this year. See how my blessings flow. See if um, there's a difference. There already is in my mind. Um, you know what? Let me let me interview my roommate. She ain't doing nothing. Hello, Shari. Hello. <laughs> I'm just texting the travel agent to see what the fuck we can do. Whether we can get off here and get a road transfer. Because... At this rate, if we've spent, what, we've already been on 13 hours? Oh, my God. Yeah, we've been on a while. 13 hours, and from what I can make out, that's like three hours car ride away from... From Aswan? Oh, from Cairo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, I'm saying to her, well, if they can come and pick us up here... And he's like, oh, you don't want to do that, like, the, the... driver that dropped us off was like Muhammad. Oh, that'll take 11 hours and I'm like yes but we've already been on 13 Teen, right. and we're not going anywhere right <laughs> no, it's, like, so, it's like we're going in circles on the train <laughs> surely we'd be better getting off yeah. and taking yeah. some form of movement so I'm just wondering so, so how you feeling so far I'm just fed up <laughs> like it's they, I like that guy said, he's travelled this route regularly and he's never known it this bad. He's just Oh, yeah, that's another off. thing. Like, it's a lot of... Tw- you know what, y'all? Like, it's a lot of things happening right now, probably all around the world, that have never happened before. So, this situation that we're experiencing, it has been witnessed that this is a first. But uh, Shari also told me that when she was in um, Charm last week, or, well... I don't know if it was last if she was it was happened when she was in Sharm, but she was telling me about uh an attempt a terrorist mm-hmm. attempt on a plane mm, yeah it happened uh, a few years ago 2017 i think yeah they, they blew up a plane but i thought you said there was one that happened like recently like no what it did was cause people not to go to be able to go and, places yeah. okay okay so yeah, y'all, we in this thing, and um, as y'all can hear, the people out in the hallway sound like they just hit the lottery. And yeah, we're still sitting here. A couple of minutes have passed. Shari, let me know if you want to say anything. I'm just gonna try to hold tight until we get moving again, so everybody can just kind of get a sense of what is happening. So school starts back next week on the 9th. And am I looking forward to it? No. Um, but um, I'll probably reflect back on sitting on this train and go, you know what? I'm going to go to work today. <laughs> so um, 
Yeah. Oh, Lord. Y'all hear that? Somebody sneezing. And this train is small, y'all. It's very small. Like, it's it's a very... Um, there was a movie, American horror movie one time, about this killer that was on a train. Like, these people. It was a New Year's Eve. And I think Jamie Lee Curtis was in it. <clears throat> this is very much that kind of situation where... It's kind of creepy because it's just a lot of people on the train. And the cabins are very small. They're, you know, it's not the kind of thing where you can, like, crack your windows open and get some fresh air. Um, and the toilet is down the hallway. And, and when I say down the hallway, I mean, like, 20, 20 to 30 feet, 20, maybe maybe 20 to 25 feet down the hallway but you can already smell it when we open our door um it's kind of gray outside today i don't see the sun anywhere um and ill fashion looks like like from where i'm sitting it looks um now this is a very limited view but what i'm seeing is like oh i could get out and shop but I probably couldn't. I probably couldn't. I feel like we're going to get off of this train and we will have run over some legs that have red ruby slippers on them. Um, I feel like we're going to get off this train and be in Narnia. I feel like we're going to get off this train and we're going to see the pyramids, which is where we were when we left. I feel like we're going to get off this train and have to be at work. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're going to get off of this train and school's going to be over the school year. I feel like we're going to get off of this train and I don't even know. Yeah, I can't say anymore. That's about it. Oh, I watched Harlem, Tracy Oliver's Harlem last week <coughs> and I really enjoyed it. Um, it's, you know what, it's, there comes a moment where you're like, yeah, I'm 50. Cause this is the story of these like 30 somethings. And it's very, it has this like Afrocentric sex in the city kind of a vibe to it. Uh, do I have a favorite character? Not really, but I really love the aesthetics of the show. The, the, the design of the sets the fashion um the dialogue is is cool the storylines are great i really like the storylines i really like that each actress can really really carry like they understand the assignment they really really understand the assignment um and i'm looking forward to the next season the eight the eight uh episodes that i saw were decent and um, from there, I started watching Forever with Maya Rudolph, and I can't think of the guy's name. But that's a very, um, that show is, is interesting. Um, I like it. it. It has my attention. I'm not really sure. There was the episodes about the, the Asian woman and the black dude that were uh, realtors that just kind of fell into it. So I'm going to have to go back in and kind of watch those because I still haven't fully made the connection to how that fits into the whole um, TV show. 
And I probably missed it. It's something I'm sure I missed. Um, but forever is worth checking out if you like quiet television. If you like, um, what was the name of the show with uh, Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin? If you like that show, you'll probably dig forever. It's an even quieter show. It's a, it's a, it's a, you got to think, you know, it's a, it's a head show. It's not a heart show. Um, <clears throat> what else did I have? I watched. I watched a lot of stuff last week. I've been getting into the Nigerian movies, and I'm really digging the storylines. I would love, you know, it's kind of like you sit back and you watch a good Nigerian movie, and people are like, "They're not good. The quality is bad." And I'm like, "I don't know what y'all watching, but when I got over here, my algorithms changed. So it's some fire." Nigerian movies on my Netflix and so for instance uh Anijah Christmas was good that storyline is really good and it's funny there's like if you open your heart to it it's really funny um uh the other one that I really liked was um oh man I can't even think uh Disconnected Disconnected and Disconnected is really good it's cute it's not a lot of uh, wigs and weaves in it. Um, the dialogue is really natural. The storyline is awesome. And I, it, the, it's the kind of ending that I really like in a movie. Like, you think you know what's going to happen? Yeah. But then what happens is not what you... Is not what happens. So, um, may want to check that out. And uh, I started watching... Oh, and also some TV shows have uploaded into my algorithms. So now they're getting into, like, you know, situation comedies. Um, And I just... I I get in my feelings sometimes because I feel like black America is missing out because we still wait on that that green light situation that comes out of white Hollywood. And it's frustrating because we get caught up in trying to tell the stories that that they lay out but that star us so we're doing a lot of remakes based on their originals as opposed to really being able to tell our stories and when we do tell our stories sometimes they they're like soul plane where you have a you have a following and it's good but it's not intellectualized in the way that a lot of us want to see a movie done and um but we're getting better you know um Dion Taylor I think his name is Dion Taylor he had a really smart movie out and we have these movies uh coming out um you know that have stronger storylines and that are based on books like Napoli Ever After was good um um that movie with um, Gabrielle Union where she had her kids in the house, that kind of stuff. The thrillers, you know, we're starting to see more thrillers. But then I'm still wanting to see, I don't know, I just, for some reason, I feel like these Nigerian movies just come from a really organic place, like really, really organic place. I watched a film called Deranged, and it was about this young girl who fell in love with her teacher. <laughs> Now, I will say this about the Nigerian movies. They are long. I don't know why they feel like they have to film every little bitty single thing. But this one was about an hour and maybe 40 minutes. 
Um, but it's about this young girl who falls in love with her teacher and she ends up seducing him. But, you know, I don't feel like a man can be seduced, but they end up having sex and she ends up trying to kill his wife and it just goes. But it's just bananas. It's bananas. But it's a good story idea. The concept is good. And black people in America haven't made a film like that. And if they have, it hasn't reached my streamers, you know, Um, and that kind those kind of stories and i but the thing is i believe they exist i believe the scripts exist but we got to stop waiting on this green light situation and really get into our spike lee sensory getting you know and i don't know what the um gatekeeper or who the gatekeeper is for that you know because it just seems like we can't do it the way you know in the nigerian culture they have the they have the um the landscape for it they have the um infrastructure for their own hollywood and we don't so um yeah you might want to check that out though it's called deranged and you might be like snoozer but as a writer and as a um person who's deeply interested in writing scripts that are original writing stories that are original and not recreating a lot of what already is and just putting our faces on it i found it to be compelling i found it to be interesting i found it to be beautiful and um it worked it worked um we're still sitting still we are 25 minutes into this uh particular podcast and uh i'm getting bored so what i'm gonna do i think another train I feel like I hear another train coming. I don't know. Maybe not. I was going to hold tight and let y'all hear the train go by. Uh, It's my brother's birthday. Happy birthday, Troy. I know you're probably not listening to this podcast, but um, thank you for being my big brother. Thank you for being my protector when I was little. You're super great. You have great intentions. You've done a lot. You're my uh, military hero. Uh, I don't know if y'all know this or not, but my brother did a tour in Europe. Europe. Did a tour in Egypt when he was in the military. He was here for one year. Um, so this is not the first time a Spencer has been in the motherland, which is pretty awesome. Uh, but yes, yeah, my brother's birthday today. And I'm stuck on a train. Oh, I know what I wanted to say. Sometimes we find ourselves in situations that we didn't ask for. And they seem really physical. Like, I feel like, yeah, I'm stuck on a train. But I also feel like this is a good time for me to learn a lesson. Not just a physical lesson of... Well, I, you know, I can't even be mad because I didn't know what this was going to be. Like, nobody had ever said to me, don't get on the train. Now, Ian, when he was here, he was like, I don't recommend it. But Ian had only heard. Like, he was coming out of a I heard situation. And back then, I wasn't thinking too deep on it anyway. But what I'm saying is, sometimes you find yourselves in situations where the universe is trying to teach you something. And I'm coming out of a situation where 
I showed a lot of grace and mercy behind a business situation where someone was literally trying to take something that me and another writer wrote, copy it and remove our names from it, like literally. And um, I had to speak up. I had to make my desires known and they weren't met. They weren't even considered. I wasn't taken seriously. And um, we ultimately um, pulled the plug on a project. And then, you know, two days go by. And then now here I am sitting on a plane, sitting on a train stuck. Now, I have started learning how to read tarot cards. So before I left here, one of the tarot cards I pulled, I think it was the five of swords. It was either the four or the five of swords. And that card has a dude laying in a church. There's a sword underneath him. There's three swords turned down facing him, like as if they're like levitating above him. There's a church window. And basically this card says the battle is over. But now it's time to sit still. Like, even though the battle is over, you need to meditate on that battle. You need to figure out what you learned. You need to, you know, enjoy your victory, but also um, go within. And there is no better place for me to do that than right here on this goddamn train. Because I can't go nowhere. I don't have any choice. And what's even more interesting is this bed is so small, you literally can only either lay on your stomach or on your back. <laughs> like, turning over is, is a chore. Um, especially when you're fully clothed. So, I've been doing that. I've just been like, go ahead and getting all of that situation out of my blood, out, out of my blood, out of my veins, out of my consciousness. There we go. I've been getting it out of my consciousness. It's over now. Um, I've learned my lesson. Ask questions up front. Get your shit in writing. Um, be graceful and be merciful because people, uh, when you pull the money from under them, they are going to, uh, if they're not in a good space, they're going to uh, act out. And that's pretty much what happened. <clears throat> but... So, yeah, I'm going to spend the next, I don't know how long we're going to be on this train. Like, I don't have no idea. But it's a good place and a good time to not lend myself too much to the physical situation and really go within until I'm free. Uh, it's a good time to plan ahead. It's a good time to give thanks. It's a great time to count my blessings. It's a good time to keep my roommate lifted up because she's made these um, arrangements. And I don't want her to feel like she's done a bad thing. And we're moving again. See what happens? See when you open yourself up to the universe, you get a little bit of movement. So we are on the move again. And before we stop, I'm going to go ahead and get off of here. <laughs> Cause that could be literally in two minutes is that a mailbox the fuck anyway well this is um kamika spencer signing off one year in egypt we're trying to get to luxor be good be good be good be god
Peace out, y'all. Oh, wow.